everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of the Hot Boy Podcast with Maddie Chimber. I just changed the name, and guess what? When I post it, I'm going to change it back. But for right now, this is called the Hot Boy Podcast featuring Maddie Chimber, who is not a hot boy. He is a hot girl. That, too, is um, only for this podcast. For this podcast, I'm going to be identifying as a woman because I want to. And guess what? The second I hit unrecord, not record, What's it, what if you, what do you hit record and then you hit record again? How come record is the stop, start button and the stop button? That's the topic we're going to dig into on this episode later. Um, I have a huge announcement on top of um, me apparently just transitioning for this episode, but guess what? I'm going to come back after I hit unrecord, and we will be back to normal things, but guess what? Right now, I'm a girl, and this is called the Hot Boy Podcast. Welcome. My name is still Maddie Chamber because I don't want to confuse people or the algorithm when it's scanning my voice because that's not scary. Um, Guys, I have a little edge to me. I tried recording a podcast before this. The battery died because we're still in the archaic era, and we have batteries i mean we have little little cylinders of energy that we have to put in things still like it's the 80s you know the 80s where they thought they had everything figured out we still do some barbaric stuff so guess what people tried recording a podcast my thing died tried recording another podcast i went on a tangent that made zero sense so i stopped recording it if you want to see that tangent it's on my patreon link below i'm going to put a link to someone else's only fans because i don't have a patreon um, or an only fans i should though because in the moment i am a woman guys little edge i get frustrated that's my that's me in a nutshell some of you don't know me some of you are watching this for the first time you go i saw his videos they're funny when he plays diets and coffee guess what deep down when I'm hiding, not hiding behind inanimate objects, I'm a frustrated boy uh, who gets annoyed at technology because I'm not sold in it. I'm bought in, I buy into it, but I'm not sold on all of it because technology just pisses me off. You ever just do something and you're trying to just F around on an app and it's glitching and then you try to type on your computer and it's doing zigzags and wibble wobbles and then you freaking do that and you're just like, what's going on? What are we doing? Why is this pissing me off so much? And I know we can come from that angle of, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't care. It's, it's, you know, if you didn't have it, it's a miracle. You're like, shut up. I'm allowed to argue. That's one thing I don't like. I don't like when people, and my ex-girlfriend used to do this, and it pissed me off. And one of our friends validated her, and guess what? It pissed me off even more because I think when you, when a girl refers to her best friend for advice, you're like, well argumentative advice when I'm arguing with my ex and then she would go to her friend for um like kind of to reaffirm her argument I'm like that's literally like looking at yourself in the mirror and being like am I right and then your reflection's like yeah you're like that's literally someone on your team why are we why are we going to somebody who's already on your side like that doesn't make any sense so anyways, pulling back because I don't want to go down that road because I will start swinging on these ring lights and I don't want to buy more because they're expensive. Anywho, but I don't like when people get mad at me for my self-contained argumentative episodes that have nothing to do with them. That's like somebody coming in my house when I'm yelling and saying, you need to stop yelling. And I'm like, why are you in my house? They would always do that. And then her friend agreed with her. And I'm like, well, it's not affecting you. People are allowed to lash out. They're allowed to freaking get mad. We're humans. We all have mental health issues. I know people think some do and some don't. Guess what? 
everybody has a mental health issue. It's just which ones you have. Do you have the kind that weren't discovered yet or do you have the kind that were discovered? Because if we take all our brains in 300 years, they're going to go, everybody had something. Some of them just didn't know what the f*** it was. Jesus Christ, people thought schizophrenic people were hearing spirits back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Anywho, uh, I'm allowed to be mad. Um, it's normal. So if you're mad, if you're a person and you feel like you get that really, uh, you just get that pit in your stomach when something's going annoy, something's annoying you, don't lash out on people. If it if it's because of them, absorb that energy however you think you're going to absorb it. That is the least detrimental to people around you or should be zero detrimental people around you and do it in your means. And I would do it myself. I would say the F word. And then she would get involved, and I'm like, "This has nothing to do with you. The computer's being dumb. I'm pissed off." And then, she, and then now it's her sticking her head through my window in in my argumentative uh, apartment, and you know it just gets all messy. But people, let's let's lighten the mood. Uh, it's Fourth of July weekend. It was just Fourth of July weekend. Um, really, it is about to. It's July first right now. I'm putting this out on Tuesday, so I hope you had a really good. Um, Fourth of July, go America, Team America, we're killing it in the news. <laughs> this country, I swear to God, every week it's harder. I, I'm I'm very pro-American. I love this country, but Jesus Christ, you just see this on the news and you're like, what's going on? But it, but in in American fashion, you're like, that's the most American thing. I, what, like whatever happens. You're like, that's America in a nutshell. I mean, we got Roe versus Wade. I mean, I don't even want to touch on that. I'm a white dude. I mean, it's too much to take in. We got Roe versus Wade, and then the, the subject line right below it says, boy bitten by shark. And I'm like, you know what? If that's not the most American just little snapshot, I mean, we got people f pissed off about abortions, whether you believe in it or not. I think women should be – it's pro-choice, obviously. I mean, I, I'm team women. I think old men with white hair have nothing to do with anything. I don't know why they're making decisions, but that's either here or there. And then we got sharks over here just biting people. I mean, right below that, I wish, I mean, give it four days. We're going to see Roe vs. Wade leaked WikiLeaks. We're going to see boy bites shark revenge porn. And then we're going to see man's hand blown off by, by sparklers, which, speaking of fireworks, I have the legal white uh, fireworks. They're called poppets. And uh, the new trend is to... Um, Put them in your mouth. Uh, no, just kidding. But anyways, yo, sh real quick, can I just pull back and just do go on a little American tangent? Um, shout outs to sharks for never not pulling back on attacking us. <laughs> sharks have never at any point in history been like, I don't, I, I'm done. I'm done attacking them. We, we have a treaty. We have some sort of peace doctrine. The the whatever agenda I'm trying to think of some like Vietnam term the, you know the the Treaty of Versailles um, at no point did they ever do that they're always like fuck them they're in my shallow water I'm biting their ankles and if they're on the surfboard I'm taking a chunk out of the ribs we've all seen those pictures it's always some black and white photo and you see this giant teeth mark like their side is an apple and I'm like dude sharks are never not just playing full court press on us. And, uh, you know, I respect it. I respect it because I see their behavior and it's just, uh, it's consistent. That's what I think is, is good. It's just consistent, 
consistent psychotic behavior is acceptable, it's when it's irrational. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why me and my ex got together. It's not because she was erratically psychotic. It was just a constant, constant state of, um, you know, just aggression. That's why I was like, I think sharks are Puerto Rican women. Um, although there is a male and female shark, I do see similar tendencies. There was a lot of biting in my last relationship. Occasionally, I'd find her teeth around the apartment. Of which I would make a necklace out of it and sell it at a flea market. And I go, if that bitch ain't a shark, then guess what? I don't know shit. I, I should just go light some poppets, do some whippets, jump jump off um, into some barbed wire, and just uh, go about my American day. But I don't like touching on topics, people. I don't want to like get involved. I mean, I do and I don't. I'm, I'm I know there's people that are very like pro comment section i'm not i don't leave comments on things i like i don't even fucking leave i write happy birthday on your facebook wall and i think that's about it i think a lot of us live in that realm of like just you know it's too one of my marine buddies gave me a very good piece of information where he goes you have a circle and everything in that circle you can control and everything out of that circle you can't control and i think a lot of people live outside the circle people get the fuck back in your circle all right Get in your yard. Remember growing up in neighborhoods? Some of you live in neighborhoods now. Get the fuck in your yard. Because guess what? The second you leave your yard, you're just yapping and you're not doing anything. You're just causing more chaos. And then someone else is out of their yard and it's a lot of freaking people screaming in the streets. And guess what? This isn't the 70s. I know they would take it to the streets quite a bit. Um, We're not doing that anymore. I don't do that. I stay in my circle. I mow. I find the bush with porn in it, and I just chill in my circle. People learn to live in the circle. You will you will lower your stress levels substantially. I saw that also. He did not say it as eloquently as I did. He did not refer to porn in a bush in his circle, but guess what? I saw the same thing on a TED Talk where it's not, and I think people don't want to do that because their fear of feeling like you're um, just blocking it out. I had a, a white girl once tell me that, um, I, I kind of explained this where I was like, I don't watch the news, I don't do any of this stuff because I just, it's, it's too much to take in. And she goes, yeah, because it's not affecting you, so you fucking, like she basically made me feel bad because I don't watch the news and get mad like she does. And I'm like, and I said white woman. I'm not one of those people who are like, no, nah, white woman. I mean, whatever race it would have been, I would have said. But it was just ironic where my means of approaching life kind of pissed her off. And um, No. So going back, the TED Talk said the same thing. He goes, I don't watch the news anymore. I don't freaking look, go online. I mean, I, I guess some of it's pretty aggressive. I'm going to go on social media. I'm going to fucking put my videos where I play, you know, Poop and anxiety and all that fun bullshit for you f- fucking fuckers. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to do that. And guess what? In the midst of doing that, you're going to see some crossfire of uh, some shit somebody posted. And you're going to be like, what is going on? But also, he said, in the midst of ignoring that purposely or not seeking out the information, if it's a big enough issue, it's going to find you. 
Roe versus Wade. You see how it affects people. Everyone's talking. Guess what? I saw it. It's not like I'm like blocking my ears when people were talking about stuff. But, you know, um, some of the mundane shit, like local news, watching eight repeated stories of people being shot. You're like, I mean, can that help me? I guess. But that means I'm going to live my life walking around with like nine bulletproof vests. You know, it's just like, you know what? F out of here with your F and Fers, you f- um, but anyways, 4th of July weekend, people, if you're going to light the fireworks, just don't bring fireworks. Let somebody else do that. Fireworks are like boats. Go on somebody else's. Spielberg said that once, but I guess what? I'm going to use the same theory. Don't bring the fireworks. Don't light the fireworks. Let somebody else do that. You stand far back. You enjoy it. And guess what? You leave. You're not putting your thumb in the way. You're not lo- potentially losing limbs. I mean, next thing you know, your hand blows off. Your finger hits somebody. They think it's a hot dog. They bite it. They feel a bone. They're in therapy. And next thing you know, your your stupidity is now affecting um, the human psyche. We don't need that stuff. But that is true, though. Everybody is. I'm going to pull back. Everybody is has some sort of mental health issue. We think because we discovered this many, um, there's not this many. There's a bunch, whether we know what it is or not. I feel like, you know... We're always finding new shit. You always see the article like physics being rediscovered. You're like, yes, every 15 years, there's going to be something new. And guess what? No one, no one's mental health is an A. We all have Fs and it's just which, which ones you have. Maybe they're not all bad, but guess what? We all have that stuff. And guess what? If I say to you, hey, are you depressed? And you say, no, I'm going to say, oh, you're delusional. Everyone's got a little bit of delusion thrown in there. It's like a bag, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's bag, everyone's bag is their is their mental health. And guess what? We're all in a grocery store and no one's walking around with nothing in the bag. Whether you got a couple batteries, you got lettuce, we all have something. So guess what? You need to stop getting on. You got to get off your high horse and just accept that you're a sociopath with psychotic tendencies and you like creepy things and you're mad all the time. And me saying this is making you feel uncomfortable, but guess what? Um, let's turn the page, Matt. Um, huge announcement though, guys. I want to I wanna give a big announcement at the end of the podcast. I know I'm going to do that because a lot of you will stop listening if I said it now. Um, I will go into it, but I should have said that up top. I didn't because... We kind of really started things off hot when I talked about anger and frustration, but um, I do have a big announcement. I think it's, uh, I'm very excited about it. It's something that was a huge decision in my life. Um, I like how I said, I'm saying this is bigger than the thing I said up top where I said I transitioned. This is now called the Hot Boy Podcast. Um, it is bigger than that. I, I, you'd think I couldn't top that, but guess what, people? This tops it. Um, very excited. Some of you, I mean, it, it took planning. It took uh, maturity. It took me, uh, you know, facing fears and uncomfortable research. What does that mean? You'll find out later. But anyways, I think it's worth sticking around for. And if you don't stick around for it, you can stick your finger in your ass and wipe it on your lip because that's called a dirty Sanchez, which is kind of racist. Why is it? Why is it a Spanish thing? Um, why is it Spanish? Let's lighten the load here, people. Guys, I was thinking about I I was thinking about the Fourth of July. I think that is 
arguably one of the best holidays. I mean, 4th of July is a hot holiday. I love hot holidays. Not hot like everyone's half naked and hot. I mean, hot like the temperature. You give me a hot holiday and I'll show you a hot boy. Um, And that's me with my soft, soft home workout body. Uh, So much better. I mean, everything about a hot holiday is just better. The food's better. It's grilled. You smell it. It's permeating outdoors. People are half naked, running around, beaches, water. Everyone's wet. I love a wet, half naked, eating freaking corn the long way, sticking something in your ass, dude. You're fucking shoving potato salad, which is one of the best goddamn picnic foods. Stop this right here. Let's rank the top 10 picnic foods for hot holidays. Coming to you live, Maddie Chipper Podcast. You heard it here first. Number one, suck my dick if you think otherwise, potato salad. Cold potato salad. Can't even say it. <laughs> Cold potato salad, the kind that's white. Um, Goddamn right. Got it right on my head. Um, <laughs> Cold potato salad, the one that's white, mayo-based. We got celery, a little bit of mustard. Not enough to change the whiteness, but a little bit to change the change the taste. Um, we got dill. That's the best one. Um, coming in right after that, a nice hot piece of corn. You give me a hot piece of corn, I'll show you a big piece of corn. <laughs> uh, I'm not choosing entrees, but I guess I could. No, fuck that. Um, potato salad one, the white kind with the mayo and the celery and the little mustard seeds and the little and the little dill. Um, uh, number two, a nice hot piece of corn with butter and salt. Just a, just a thick dong of corn that's really, really ripe. You know that piece of corn when your grandpa looks up and he's like, it's just ripe corn. And you're like, that's the piece of corn I'm talking about. The corn where people do the cartoon bunny thing with their mouth. Where you look like you're doing the, the um, typewriter. The old typewriter, not... What if what if everything kept evolving, but people couldn't figure out how to do typewriters like this, and we always had to go... <laughs> Anyways, that wasn't that funny. Um, corn coming in a hot second. Hot piece of corn for your boy. Number three in top five picnic foods is without say... Mmm... Mm. Hmm, what do I go for? I'm going to say uh, a hot dog. I think a hot dog's up there. I love a... F- you see, I'm, f- I'm I'm messing this up, people. I know a lot of you are pissed off because you're like, how the fuck is a hot dog or a burger on the top? I'm trying to think of like things that aren't like, yes, a hot dog and a burger, but it's for me. So guess what? Hot dog's number three. I would... No, I'm going to put um, a hot dog... It's going to go hot dog number one, potato salad. I'm just building my plate. Let's change it to that. Let's go your ideal picnic plate. That makes me feel so much better because I don't like ranking things. Um, guys, let's lighten the mood. We have the uh, – no, guess what? I'm going to leave that in. I was originally I was saying that because I was going to edit out what um, I said earlier, but guess what? You're hearing – live Maddie Chimber um, hot boy podcast with your girl Maddie Chimber um, okay my ideal picnic plate of food for hot holidays 4th of July go America every other country can lick my bleached a um, top 
plate is hot dog, hot dog with relish, mustard, and ketchup. If you put anything else on there, it depends. Um, but hot dog, mustard, relish, ketchup, mustard, relish, ketchup, fire all day long. That's the uh, that's the meat of the plate. That's my protein when I go to a when I go to a picnic. I know people think burgers burgers are too finicky. A lot of people overcook them. They're not as good as you think. Hot dogs are better. Number two, right next to that, we have a nice fat dollop of uh, the white potato salad. The white potato salad with the celery and the mayo and the dill and the celery and all that good shit. We got a fat dollop of that. Arguably two servings because it's that good. Number three in the ideal plate for a picnic, I have a hot steaming piece of corn. That sounds like if I Googled that, things other than corn would pop up. And guess what, people? I'm probably right because it's that good. You give me a hot piece of corn, I'll show you a big old piece of corn. I want the kind that gets stuck in your teeth, the kind that you don't look up after eating a full row. Very tender to the bite. It's got perfect ratios of salt and butter. People, my description of this is literally burning a hole in your brain because you know exactly what I'm talking about. You put the corn down. It's slightly too hot. You cool it down with a potato salad. You stick the dog in your mouth. You're horny and not as hungry, but you can still keep eating. Number, uh, what else I will stick on that plate? Oh, my God. This is incredible. Um, A nice medium to smaller dollop of uh coleslaw i'm a big coleslaw guy i need guy i need my greens i i don't want a salad really i like soupy things um and guess what coleslaw is the cousin of the potato salad they uh they're familiar with each other but they have different moms um and guess what that right there is just a great ad i mean you can get creative um and it's just, it, it adds something different. I know you people are thinking like, and it, I, I like the kind with the creamy, the creamy sauce. I don't need that like kind of vinegary bowl. I don't, if you're bringing vinegar to this plate, back the fuck off. Let me just touch on the hot dog again. You could put sauerkraut on there too. That will, I, I do two hot dogs, one with sauerkraut and mustard, one with uh, relish, mustard, and ketchup. And then I think uh, closing out this plate um, for the top, plate at a picnic food is a nice scoop of baked beans those motherfuckers cannot stay on their side of the plate it gets gross it gets dirty but in the most erotic type of way i mean baked beans are something you only eat at a picnic if somebody fed me baked beans during the week i would say are we doing okay like are we doing well financially what is going on but if you eat baked beans at a picnic you're like this guy gets it they're delicious i mean i see that plate for what it is um i, I don't know if i'm missing any other freaking freaking things but i think that was ta- uh picnic food oh, i'm kind of curious what like, what else would you bring unless this is, like, some 2022 stuff? Like, it's a stuffed croissant with hot dogs. A stuffed croissant with hot dogs, would you say? I think we hit the nail on the head. I mean, if you're coming in hot with your, like, rich shit with, like, charcuterie board, I'm like, you're done. I'm talking 90s 
like 1990s style picnic at a, like at a barbecue. You got dogs, you got burgers. We don't got like we don't got smart hot dogs that are tofu. We're not doing. I mean, if you're talking ribs, you're too rich. I'm talking like middle America, middle class picnic. We got our uncle who just found fireworks that shoot out in the air, shoot off in the air. I mean, pizza, no. If you're bringing seafood, get the uh, ma- seafood. Maybe if the adults would be eating clams on a freaking, they'd grill the clams, which I wasn't a huge fan of. But I mean, macaroni salad too, people. Macaroni salad and pasta salad. I'll throw a scoop of that on there as well. I don't want to offend anybody. Um, I think for what it is, though, that's the ideal plate. I mean, if I'm missing something, throw it in the comment section. Again, don't come at me with, like, chicken. I mean, barbecue chicken maybe. But, again, when I think picnics, I think burgers and dogs. And that's just what it is. And then when you got of age, then you throw a couple claws in there. Dude, I'm setting the tempo for this damn 4th of July. I mean, I am hope your palates are watering. You're just thinking about getting sloshed and slamming a good buffet at someone's backyard. I mean, people, as a guy who lives in a city, if you are going to a picnic tomorrow and it features a backyard with grass and there's drinks and there's music and there's a giant buffet of food that all your friends bought stuff, you are so lucky. I mean, yeah, I can go to the beach and drink and blah 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 but on fourth of july your feet belong in the grass you belong getting lit with your friends somebody has a fire later on i mean i miss that and i think a lot of people i hope you're not taking it for granted because it's so much fun but as somebody who's a city slicking little bitch um i have to get that rude uh it's uh it's missed i mean i i do cool we do parties but it's not it's fun to get drunk, but it, uh, like a 4th of July party here is like any other party on the weekend. Nothing's different. I feel like you guys, you know, in uh, in, in the suburban world, suburb world, whatever you want to call it, I mean, you, you know what's up. And um, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking, you know what I was thinking about? Speaking of like picnics and trashy food is uh, I wanted to rank ice cream, but you know what? I feel like. We can push that to next week. I mean, it's really, it's only a couple. I was going to say cookie dough is the best. I'm not trying to like spoil it for anyone, but I mean, cookie dough, cookie dough and cookies and cream, I mean, are the top two. If you're a chocolate person, I guess you could throw brownies in there, but I'm not really too, I don't don't really give a crap about that. I mean, I, maybe I can go on, that's disgusting. I feel like I can go on Twitter and, um, and say cookie dough is the best and then get called racist at some point because that's just what Twitter is. People, isn't Twitter like the worst goddamn platform? Sorry, I just saw one of my notes. I wanted to talk about Twitter. I was just like the absolute... Twitter's funny because I think it's the absolute worst social media platform by far. If Twitter's like your... I think we all have like a social media platform that we're like, oh, that's my thing. I like this one. Uh, if Twitter's your thing, you're weird. I think if Twitter is your favorite social media platform, you're a strange person. You enjoyed the part of school that required uh, reading and responding. I mean, if you like writing, I, I just don't see us being friends. I don't feel like reading is uh, something that's worthy of uh, my time. I'm a watch. Oh, you read, I watch. I watch and listen. I don't read. I like audio books. I like audio pictures, um, which is a movie. 
I'm not a Twitter guy. I mean, it's Twitter's like, hey, can we take the comment section from over here that's terrible and has negative things and just make a whole app out of it? And they're like, yeah, sure, let's do that. Like, that's what I see when I go on Twitter. Maybe you get the occasional silly comment, um, but for what it is, Twitter's trash. I mean, the only cool sliver of Twitter that I appreciate is that it low-key has like a pretty interesting, aka good porn scene. Twitter's like, people talking about politics and like Roe versus Wade and like uh, law and, you know, social uh, observations. And then if you just go over here, it's straight porn. Like they let you post anything on Twitter. Isn't it crazy? Like Elon's like, we'll let you say anything. And Twitter's like, we've been letting you show everything. (laughs) Like if you just go to hashtag uh, MILF, they're like, you'll... You'll hear everything you want. I mean, you guys are trying to type it. Uh, guess what? You just go over here. You upload a little, a little uh, zip, zap, You're good. So, um, I mean, I don't go on there to seek that out. But every now and then, I was just not every now and then, but I was just like, oh wow, like they. It's it. It was interesting because that's what when when Elon's whole pitch of buying Twitter was to like freedom of speech and people aren't getting muted. I'm like. It's funny how you're muting like a president or whoever, you know, a senator and all these uh, elected officials and you're banning them. And I'm like, but you have this girl uh, or these porn stars over here kind of showing ass. And I'm just like, I mean, it's just that's our country, though. That's it. Is that that's that's everything's a contradiction of one another. Like nothing makes sense to me. Like that's what's that's why going back to my original topic. I'm like, I can either get caught up and try to wrap my head around why Twitter is like muting and banning people over here, but then like titties and ass are jiggling over here, which it's like, I mean, if I was the CEO of a Twitter, I'd like ban the political talk, crank up the knockers, let's fucking, let's go. No, but uh, trying to wrap my head around that is exactly how I feel about majority of the issues going on and the people who are the ones pumping it and 90% of the time it's... People in the comment section, isn't the? It's funny how the word comment section is. The word comment. Whenever I hear the word comment, I just assume it's a negative. That's like the type of world we live in now, where people are just so negative. People are just mad. I get being mad. I mean, my job is to be frustrated. My job is to poke at everything, and that's what comedy is. People. That's why. That's why comedy is so close to um, being provocative and anger. Because I mean, our job is to pry and pinch and flick and tickle issues and things. Um, but I think a lot of stuff people don't have the, they can't step back and relax. But I mean, people like, you notice know I was thinking about the other day, like in my front of my apartment, like you can't park here, but you can park over there. And then down the street, you can park, but you can't park here then. And I'm just like, I'm just like going back. Like I keep like rewinding of like, how this is still earth one day we put up borders and we're like you can't go here and i'm just thinking of like who was the first person that like had to say to somebody like dude you can't park here you're like what was the vessel and what was the reason and i think it was a no it's crazy i think it was probably a good reason they're like you can't park your horse there and they're like why it's like because my bear Eat, my bear is right there and if your horse is you like you're like oh that makes sense and then now 
when somebody goes, you can't park there, you're like, why? You're like, because the curb is red. You're like, where did we come from and how did we get here? What happened? I'm trying to find a better bear. The bear horse thing didn't work. The bear horse thing didn't work, people. You know what? Get off my ass. I don't give a shit anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, let me dig into the topic I wanted to get talking about. So um, without further ado, guys, the big announcement that I was going to tell you earlier, and I pandered for about five minutes and then ditched it to talk about picnic food, is um, the fact that I have officially, last Friday was the last day at my full-time job. I'm now a full-time comedian, stand-up, video, influencer, content creating son of a bee and guess what it's uh kind of going back to what i said it one i'm very excited i mean the people that i've told and hinted it to uh and i was very select with what group that was has been the utmost supportive i mean at before i go into my thing i feel like if you um are questioning your career i love first off i came from construction management a little bit about me, people. If you again, if you're new, I moved to LA to pursue my master's in architecture. I got that. I worked in architecture for roughly two years. Um, <clears throat> met my old boss um, at, from the previous company I was at. Uh, he was a general contractor. I went and did um, uh, construction management for upwards of nine, eight, nine years. Um, a year and a half ago, I went to my latest company, um, which I just quit. But what I'm, I, I liked all that, but I think um, I was always pursuing this other thing. And uh, real quick, enough about me, but like if you're ever questioning or you feel like the itch to go do that thing, I mean, what helped me was strictly the fact that I'm 35 and I was like, I need to do this now. I mean, what am I waiting for? I think what... You don't want to be, and it's nothing about anyone's age, but it's for me where I was like, I don't want to be 40, 41, 2, 3, trying to quit my job to be like a full-time comedian then. like, Or like, I, I just didn't see that being logical. I mean, nothing against, I have friends that age. It's nothing against the age itself, but it also kind of is where you're like, you're not giving yourself enough time in the full-time comedy world to wrap your head around things you otherwise couldn't if you were working. And I think that was like the biggest thing for me was like, I got to jump in now before it's too late and new page violation. What is this shit? Sorry guys, real time. Let's get. Hi, your page Maddie Chamber has been scheduled for deletion after this is fucking wrong. After violating Facebook's terms, this can't be real. Oh, people, you get these fucking emails. I mean, talk about your Facebook page scheduled for deletion after violating Facebook terms. You're like, what did I do? Like, what are you talking about? Guys, we're averting from my big announcement to handle a arguably bigger announcement right now. Um, I'll check this in a second. If I didn't get the notification, though, I don't believe that's a fucking thing. 
I don't think they would just delete your page. I think that's a scam. I think so. I mean, I don't even know anymore. God damn it. Um, I don't want to... This is probably bullshit, so I'm not going to stress it too much. Um, let me just look at this real quick. These fucking scam accounts, though, it's like... I'm worried to click this shit because it's like... Uh, I'll do something else after. Guys, okay. Um... I guess in short, uh, before I go into my spiel of what I did and why, I think uh, at, at the end of the day, people, if you feel the itch, if you have something else you're trying to do, or if you just don't like your job, I mean, I like my job, but I knew I wanted to do comedy. Fortunately, comedy was, you know, going in the right direction for me. I think you have to have your indicators of like when you're ready to take the leap. Even if you're not, though, I mean, if you're confident and you want to just figure it out, go for it. But at the end of the day, just go for it. I mean, we're not getting any younger here. And I think I've been fortunate enough to be very conscious of my age. I don't know why. I'm just very, like, aware of, like, okay, I'm this age. And it's a dumb thing to say. But as far as, like, how my career trajectory is. And, and I was like, I can't, li- like, you can't quit at, like, 40 in five years and then expect, you know, it, it just didn't make any sense to me. I, I didn't see the logic in it. And, for, you know, with that being said, about a year and a half ago, I uh, have been kind of devising an escape plan. I've always been frugal with saving my money. But one of the biggest things, if I could tell myself even w- further ago, was start doing this plan now. I mean, I've always been kind of big into like taking my spare money from my bank account and investing it in the, the stock market. Which is typically good, but I mean, you're now it's put you're putting money somewhere that you can't mess with. So, um, I wish I kind of started allocating and donating to this plan sooner. But um, one thing in doing so, like I said, you make some kind of uh, tough realizations. I mean, just with spending habits, um, downsizing your life. I had, I mean, I you just start chopping away at your spending and how much you're budgeting for this, that, and the other, and going through your credit card statement and just swallowing that pill of being like, Oh wow, I really spend too much here and not a, you know, no, I spend too much everywhere, not enough somewhere. Um, it was, I mean, it's a lot and you kind of, once you get that behind you, I think you did a lot of the legwork as far as like understanding what your cost of living is. Um, I mean, that's not to even touch on how the difficulty of coming up with the content and monetizing it and, whatnot. But I mean, as far as the game plan of leaving your job, I think it's big to understand your overhead, understand your spending, go into, you know, set up a plan. So then when you have, you know, you have to make the decision of, uh, you know, leaving your job, it's, you've done half the battle and you know, every, you know, I know what dollars going where, I mean, I'm very meticulous about it because the last thing I want is to wake up in the middle of the night and freaking think about, Oh crap, how much money do I have? Do I have enough to last me two months, three months? Like, what is it? Like, right now, I know exactly how many months I have. Um, so then you know your your potential to need to make more money. Thankfully, I've been making money doing this, but I mean, it's a feast or famine always. But at least I know, okay, I am good until this date, way, way far away. So then you can stop thinking about the money. I mean, keeping being conscious of your spending habits. And just focusing on the hard part, which is creating and not just creating. I mean, if anybody out there is like does creative work, um, it's not about just creating. It's about creating with the, the idea of trying to understand how to monetize it. I think a lot of people 
take leaps into these um, entertainment or creative professions um, and just get caught up in the repetitive, you know, cycle of just creating stuff and putting it on the internet and, and getting the validation of notifications. But at some point you have to stop that or keep that going, but now tweak it where you're uh, understanding how to monetize it. I mean, at the end of the day, to live off something, you have to make money off it. You can't just show the the your electric company your notifications. They're like, bitch, we need money, motherfucker. So that was a big thing. I wish I started a while ago, but at least I started, the, you know, I'm wrapping my head around it, but um, a lot of crap. I mean, everybody I've told has been super supportive. It's very helpful, and I don't think they're just blowing smoke up my ass. I mean, I've... I I tend to think everything that's come out of their mouth has been the utmost positive thing. I mean, it doesn't mean that I can let my foot off the gas, but it's been helpful that everyone around me has been good um, as far as kind of uh, having my back. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. I mean, I'm excited. I've always talked about wanting to do these every week, but when you have a job, I mean, people, you get it. It's like it's insane the amount of energy and it sounds dumb to say out loud, but it's like very true or the amount of time and energy and stress cause, you know, required for a job. It's like, that's why like even working out is so difficult when you have a job and everyone's like, I have my whole night, like from five to 10, how come I can't go? It's like, cause you're stressed and you're brain dead and you're trying to wrap your head around just sitting down for a second and freaking understanding like, you're like, can I just sit for a second? Like once you leave your day job, you know, everyone's uh, beats themselves up. I mean, now, I mean, I, I'm very excited to put my whole day towards this. I mean, it's still, you know, it's not always easy to sit down and do some of the stuff, but it definitely makes it easier when that's all I have to do. And, um, ew, did you have to do five? Oh, something else, a text message. You ever have somebody start a text message with like a, something and you're like is it bad is she my girlfriend wrote ew but it had nothing. it was not it was not an ew thing um yeah now i have my whole day so but you know with that and if anybody's getting ready to take the leap you should think about uh how do you curate your day to be feel productive i mean it's very easy to just fuck off i mean yeah i i think i I've geared my days around creating content. I think that's the end all be all because right now that's what's getting people to see my page and this, any other. Um, but I, I, I'm still having a hard time because sometimes like when you say I'm going to make a video, you can spend four hours thinking and not doing anything. And then the day goes by and you're like beating yourself up. So you're seeing a work in progress, but guys, if you're, uh, if you're thinking about it, take the leap. I mean, at the end of the day, you can always get a job. You can go back. I mean, it's easier said than done. It's very scary to like leave the the nipple of life, which is your job that's giving you money, but, um, give it a shot. And, uh, you guys will see how my journey's unfolding. I know that sounds weird and corny to say, but it's true. So, uh, I'm excited to do these every week. Excited to put out more videos. Expect that. If you're watching for the first time and you're still here, you're the best. Feel free to like and subscribe. If you don't, don't even worry about it. Um, you should worry about it because I have tracking systems in place and I know where you are. But guys, I need to get back to figuring out why Facebook is saying they're going to delete my page because this is terrifying. So uh, like, subscribe, comment, do all the cool stuff. Thank you guys. Bye.